I'm Kelsey Misbrenner with Solar Power World magazine. When the eclipse came to town in Nashville, local solar contractor Lightwave Solar decided to sponsor an event off the beaten path in Hadley Park for locals, not tourists, in a traditionally underserved community. The event was called Love and Unity Under One Sun and featured local activist speakers, musicians, dancers, and singers. The temperature was already nearing 90 when the event began at 10 a.m., so attendees sought refuge under the huge oak tree in the middle of the park. Many groups in this community are working hard to remedy the ills of the fossil fuel system here, including Lightwave Solar and activist groups like Earth Matters Tennessee. Clean energy advocates just scored a major win here by securing the first community solar project in Nashville through Nashville Electric Services. The Music City Solar Project will be a two megawatt array located on a former landfill and will allow residents who can't own solar on their own properties to purchase shares of community solar. Lightwave Solar will build the Music City Solar Project with groundbreaking slated for late fall. I talked to marketing manager Grace Robertson at the beginning of the event as she handed out free Eclipse viewing glasses to attendees. How's the day going so far? It's really great. We've already been bombarded with people excited about the Eclipse, um, eager to get their hands on their glasses. Are you getting anyone interested in putting solar on their own house? Definitely. We've got a couple of people signed up to get a free estimate for their home, as well as people interested in our next solar energy workshop that we're going to be hosting in East Nashville. Tell me more about that. So we host workshops pretty much once a month for both homeowners and business owners to learn more about the ins and outs of solar, what it costs, what the financial benefits are, what the environmental benefits are, and the process of our scoping a project. What's usually the result of those meetings? So we usually get five or ten people who say, yes, I want to do this. Let's take a look at my house or my business. And then we can give them a good idea of what their system will cost and the financial picture of that project. Back to this event specifically, why did you choose to do a community-oriented event kind of off the beaten path? The Eclipse has generated a lot of marketing opportunities and we could have been at a number of different events across Nashville but this one seemed to be particularly important for the community we're in North Nashville which is a typically underserved neighborhood and we wanted to just support the community in general but um, this one in particular that doesn't necessarily get all the resources that other areas of Nashville get so we're really happy to be able to provide classes and education and just have fun at this park. Are there opportunities for underserved people to get solar, whether that's community solar or financial help in this area? That's a great question. Nashville Electric Service has just started their community solar program. They're going to invest in a two megawatt system that's going to go live probably in the next six months. Um, and people can sign up for that program as soon as they announce the details. They haven't identified exactly what it takes to participate. But it's a great first step for anyone who wants to do solar but can't, for whatever reason, put it on their own roof or maybe they rent. And then we do have financing options. So if someone has a great roof for solar and they own their own home, we can help them get um, really good loans that can help them make it more affordable. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Grace then introduced me to Dan Jarenko with the Tennessee Alliance for Progress, who's been instrumental in securing this community solar project 
for this underserved area. Can you tell me your name and what you do? Dan Jurenko with uh, Tennessee Alliance for Progress and we convene the Climate National team here. Why is climate an important issue for you? Well, climate is extremely important. If we don't solve the climate crisis, we're going to have a tough time living. So what do you do locally to advance climate progress? Well, we're right now advocating for community solar and our local power provider, NES, is uh, going to have their first community solar project and Lightwave Solar is going to be the um, folks that put that together. Awesome. What was that process like, getting them to accept that? Well, it was actually fairly easy. We, you know, we did some advocacy. We were at Earth Day, and we had a lot of petitions at Earth Day uh, the year before. And um, also just uh, talked with NES, and they're very supportive of that right now. What was the community response to this first step in solar? Well, uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> but there's a lot of support for solar in Nashville in general. And we also advocate with the Tennessee uh, Valley Authority uh, which provides the power throughout the region uh, for more renewables and more energy efficiency. Do you think people in this underserved community know about solar and know about the value of solar yet? And if not, what could be done to help educate them? I think they do know about solar, but I don't think they know all the details of it. And community solar is actually a way to get people in underserved communities to participate in solar. And so we'll probably have to have a meeting with Lightwave Solar at some point in this community to educate folks. The last person I spoke to who helped to emcee the event was Sizway Herring. Sizway was a busy guy at this event. Grace told me he is one of the foremost environmentalists in the area. His passion is for permaculture, and he said solar fits in nicely with his organization's mission. Can you start by saying your name and what you do with Earth Matters, New Earth Matters? Sure, I'm Sizway Herring, and I'm the founder and executive director of Earth Matters Tennessee, which we rebranded today to be the New Earth Matters organization here in Middle Tennessee. Okay, and what does New Earth Matters do? Um, well, what we've done over the last 25 years is uh, urban agriculture through composting, community gardening, and edible landscaping projects. So we go to different communities, ones most in need. We assist them. We don't do it for them. We assist them in building a project. We let them choose what they want, and then we're there to help them. So we learned a long time ago, you can't just bring a project into a community and then leave. You let the community decide what they want to do, and then you can help them develop their idea. Do you do any work with solar power? Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. So um, I teach permaculture. And permaculture is really a catch-all phrase for permanent agriculture or permanent culture. So how are we going to design our communities to be less, um, less dependent on fossil fuels, for example? And, and the one main way is through uh, teaching people through green-collar jobs to do things to help people manifest less energy uh, extrapolation. So how do you do that? Well, you do that through solar power. You do that through knowing what shades you should have up during the day, which one should be down during the day. So there's very simple, small things people can do that make a big difference. So we're very good to be partners with uh, Lightwave Solar. Okay. So has this community specifically had any, have they tried out solar? Is solar coming to this community? Yes, there has been several. Um, more of a problem is 
in the neighborhoods where there's bigger trees, you can't put solar anywhere near trees. So these are a lot of older, older homes that we're really trying to retrofit. We would really like to see a big push be done for the uh, school system, for the schools to get solar panels on them. And they would redirect a lot of that money, the utility money, and put it towards these teachers, programs for the kids, weekend and after school programs for the kids. Millions, millions and millions of dollars we could save the city if we could just retrofit these schools. What are you doing to try and push that forward? Well, we have a school garden coalition, so we've already been sort of been working with the schools with the garden coalition, and they know that we're going to come to them with some other um, recommendations. So that's all in process. Okay, cool. Any other notes about solar in Tennessee for underserved communities or otherwise? No. Well, in permaculture, one of our uh, one of our principles is the problem is the solution. So if you apply your intelligence to a problem, then this is the solution. So all of this heat, some people look at it as a problem, but if we know we can get energy from this heat, you don't look at it as a problem anymore. You look at it as, well, thank God that we're getting our own energy. Thank you so yeah. much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Kelsey Misbrenner with Solar Power World Magazine.